Hey everybody and welcome. Thanks for joining me on Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today we're going to begin a brand new book, which is the, the second letter of Paul to the church in Thessalonica. And so this letter is called Second Thessalonians. Now, the Thessalonians, those who were Christians in this area, they had, uh, they had experienced persecution. I mean, from the start, the Apostle Paul was, he was run out of town. And so uh, part of Paul's concern is that these people, that they would cave under the persecution as life became more difficult because they trusted in Jesus. Uh, Paul's concern was that they would, uh, that they would abandon the faith. Well, we, we discovered in the first letter that this did not happen. They actually held fast to Christ, and uh, this just gave Paul so much reason for rejoicing and for hope and for joy. And so now another letter comes about, and Paul is writing to them, and now he's, he's going to encourage them, we're going to see in this chapter, to hang in there, to, to have an eternal perspective in light of the persecution they're facing. Now, before we jump into this, I want us to think a little bit about persecution. You know, we have brothers and sisters across the globe in Christ who are experiencing a, a rather aggressive persecution. They are in affliction that means that they are fired and that they, um, they are beaten. Some are separated from their family. Some are kidnapped. Some are killed for their faith in Jesus Christ. This is, this is a terrible tragedy. This is, this is grave injustice. This is real persecution. Now, in the United States, we, we don't experience it to that level, but th there seems to be an animosity that is growing toward the Christian faith. You know, recently, some people in our church, we, we, we interacted with this concept called the negative world, which is it just in short, the, the Christian church, the Christian faith in the United States, it has gone from a positive world where to be a Christian is looked at in a positive light to a neutral world where there's an ambivalence toward, okay, you're a Christian, great, that's fine, to now to become be a Christian is, is viewed negatively. This is the world we live in more and more so. And so to be a Christian, to believe in the exclusive claims of Jesus Christ, to believe in the ancient way for our modern day, to believe the word of God is in fact the word of God, this is viewed negatively. We live in this negative world. And so in that, there is potential for growing injustice and growing persecution. There is potential. I'm not going to say, you know, the world is, uh, or the, the, the nation as a whole has turned away from Christ completely. There are many believers. There are many sincere Christians, and many of them lead in significant ways. And so we're not saying the ships are on fire, but, but here's what we're recognizing. The culture as a whole has changed. And so I want this text to, to hopefully encourage you as you recognize the world has changed but God's faithfulness has not. And ultimate justice will in fact be served. And it might not be served this side of heaven, but it will, it will be served in eternity. And so let me, let me invite you. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, starting in verse 5. Paul is speaking to this church who is experiencing afflictions difficulties, trials, tribulations, persecutions. And he says, this is evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are also suffering. 
since God indeed considers it just to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to grant relief to you who are afflicted as well as to us. Paul says, you know what? God's going to, he's going to afflict the afflictors and he's going to give relief to those who are afflicted. And we say, great, uh, any day now, Lord, let, let's, let's, let's get this started. Well, continue with me. Look at the rest of verse seven. When, this is the timetable. When, when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. This is the when. The when is the consummation of all things. The when is that moment where there is going to be a final and perfect justice. The when is not today. See, today you might be afflicted. Today you might be persecuted. Today you might face injustice, in particular injustice because of your faith. But there will come a day when those who are evil, they will face this ultimate judgment. It says that it will, there will be an inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God. This is talking about those who have turned away from God. Those who have said, I'm going to say, I don't believe in God, or I'm not going to trust God, or I'm not going to honor God. They have all the evidence of God they need. God has shown himself. We covered that Romans chapter one. God has shown himself to everyone, but they do not know God. They don't trust God. They don't love God. In fact, it's not only to those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. See, all of us have, have turned away from God, but we have this opportunity to place our faith in, in the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to trust that Jesus, in fact, died and paid the price for our sins. He was the ultimate sacrifice, saving us in his love, and that he was resurrected to give us brand new life. This is the gospel that we are called to not only have faith in, to trust in, but we are called to obey, to live our life according to the gospel, to turn away from evil, to turn away from false gods, to turn away from the idols of our heart, and to now live in, a, in pursuit of worshiping and honoring and living for the glory of God because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is, this is what we're called to. And those who do not know God and who do not obey the gospel, these are those who, uh, they will face this ultimate vengeance. Verse 9, they will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction, away from the presence of the Lord and the glory of his might, when he comes on that, that day to be glorified in his saints and to be marveled at among all who have believed we will marvel at him because our testimony to you was believed. The testimony, the, the gospel, the saints believed in Jesus and his death and resurrection. Verse 11. To this end, we always pray for you that our God 
may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what it looks like to obey the gospel of the Lord. Paul says we pray. Here's what we pray. That even though you're facing affliction, even though life is unfair, even though life is difficult, even though there is an animosity and a growing aggression against those who trust in Christ, we pray that you, that you will be made worthy of his calling. That you will live holy lives, lives that are, are reflecting God's glory. And that God would fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power. That your life would be a life that God uses for his glory. Look, in this dark world, you are meant to be this this glimmering light, this shining light in this dark world as God works in you and as God works through you. As God makes you holy and as God uses you to share the gospel with others. And in that, so the name of the Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him. This is the ancient way for our modern day. It's to trust in the ultimate judgment, in the ultimate justice. Listen, one day there will be perfect justice. Today, you might be afflicted. Today, you might be persecuted. Today, you might be mocked. Today, you might be passed over for an employment opportunity or you might be left out of friend groups. Listen, today, brothers and sisters in Africa and in Asia are losing their lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. But one day, one day, perfect justice will be merit it will be it will be doled out perfect justice will be had this is our hope see we don't live for right now we live for eternity and that truth brother or sister let that truth encourage you to hold fast to to remain steady to continue to grow in your obedience of the gospel of Jesus Christ this is our ancient way for our modern day